0: Hello and welcome to another podcast. It is coach Mark in Manila here from ESL, BusinessEnglishExperts.com and initial impact.com. Both of my sites are here to try and support you with whatever you're trying to achieve for your life going forward with English as a second language or your first language. And also, perhaps you're trying to change your life, uh, move into a different career, now that job interview overseas. Really, there's a whole host of things that I can assist you with. And in addition, we talk from time to time on here about other issues, such as abuse in the workplace, at home, and also how to cope, how to find a way to be resilient even when times are hard. And today, I'd like to speak a little bit about trauma bonding. You might say, what on earth is that? Well, stick around and you're gonna hear. So trauma bonding is something that can happen and often happens with abusive parents or partners. Um, But it can even happen in workplaces. So it's really important for you if you're dealing uh, with a toxic relationship, no matter whether it be at work, with your parents, even if you're an adult here, um, or perhaps an intimate partner, your boss, okay, your business partners. It can happen pretty much in any relationship where there is an ongoing relationship of some sort. And it has certain key factors that you will probably notice and recognise as we chat about it today. Now, um, this information I have to be very clear here is coming from a great site. Uh, it's called HopefulPanda.com. I just discovered this site um, mainly because, as some of you will know, I speak out quite uh, quite more openly these days about the effect that abuse has had on my life, um, and it uh, it's resulted with the um, well. Struggling with complex post traumatic stress disorder and OCD, and depression, um, suicidal thoughts, um, and agoraphobia. I mean, there was a one time not that long ago, 2017, and pretty much in the UK, I was a prisoner inside my own home, trapped behind the curtain. Couldn't really go out very easily. It was a living hell. And that was before the COVID lockdowns. And then, of course, when we got the COVID lockdowns again, that really Re triggered that trauma because it was like being trapped behind a curtain again, and it was just a whole other hope, a heap of pain. Um, in addition to the pain that most of us were feeling because of the lockdowns and what was going on with COVID, but that's another story. Um, but trauma bonding, I wanted to speak about today because I believe it's really important, and as I say, I struggle. Um, today is a bad day um, for me it's just, in fact, it's been a bad few days. You probably wouldn't realise it from listening to some of my podcasts, but I try to do the very best I can to be professional and push forward. Um, But I think it's also important that we speak realistically about abuse, um, post-traumatic stress disorder, mental health issues and challenges, because it's part of what makes us human. Um, And I hope in doing this, and the, the idea of the podcast is to put everything out there for you all, so you realise you're not alone. So whether it be your English as a second language, I want to share how you're not alone when you might be struggling with certain things there. If you have a mental health issue, I want you to realise you're not alone if you're struggling with your mental health. Um, If you are not a very confident speaker, I want you to hear my mistakes and how sometimes I mix things up myself. I don't airbrush myself or edit it out. I keep it all very raw for you on purpose because I think it's important for us to understand that we're human and human issues are very real okay and there are lots of things that happen to all of us and um, not everything is your fault not everything is your fault i think that's really important to understand Um, okay so today let's talk about trauma bonding what is it Um, let's talk about it specifically with regards to abusive parents but it will apply also to abusive partners And as I say, work situations, and it's from hopefulpanda.com. Please go across to the site and have a good look. Do support her if you can. Um, She looks like she's doing some great work here. And I'm really grateful, uh, grateful to her today because some of the content I just read and discovered today, it hasn't changed, hasn't changed anything for me personally. Um, As she says, there's no quick fix. And in fact, it's probably impossible to fix abuse from childhood and ongoing abuse, but you can manage it better um so i'm i'm, I'm thankful i'm i'm grateful and um, for discovering the site and that's why i wanted to share it with you today in this quick podcast so um just looking at the site here and obviously the trauma bonding section so trauma bonding can occur in any abusive situation okay and really if you think about it you're kind of born defenseless to your parents for example who you're meant to bond with right okay so it's really no surprise that you would be attached to parents even if they were treating you the best. Um, it's your best shot you've got of surviving certainly the first couple of years, isn't it, where you're really dependent and can't do anything for yourself. Um, now in this case, um, this particular lady who's written the site, um, she said that you know she had an abusive relationship with her mother and she says here that she went no contact with her for almost a year. And then broke it in a few short texts, but instantly regretted it because straight away away, her mum started attacking her again. And I can totally identify with that. I hold my hand up. Um, This this happened to me fairly recently after being quite sick with COVID for the fifth time um, and health issues. And uh, the abusive person that I am still, um, well, yeah, still detaching myself from, um, they... They basically showed absolutely zero, zero compassion, zero awareness, and actually attacked me for getting COVID again. Can you believe that? It was unbelievable, really. Um, And this was when I'd reached out to them to ask for assistance because of, um, I don't want to go into specifics here, but basically, let's put it this way. There's been a legal situation here, um, and they have been ordered to actually pay monies um, as part of a settlement. However, those monies have still not come through um, and i really was in a real state um, several months ago i ended up in emergency the er room uh, needing to be taken as an inpatient um, because my potassium levels were so high because covid had damaged my renal function my kidneys um, and i had a secondary infection in my throat as well i couldn't swallow couldn't drink water properly it was a real mess and needed to be an inpatient, but couldn't, uh, my my health insurance card wouldn't cover COVID, Um, and um, I needed to be able to pay for this treatment and I couldn't afford it, and this person didn't care less. And it was a real, you know, um, eye opener again, here we go again, Um, and this is the problem, you know? If you've got somebody who you've been in a long-term relationship or situation with, and it can be your boss as well, okay? And they just, they don't care. All right, they don't care, and it's very difficult to understand it if you are a person who does care, uh, because you have to understand that these types of people, particularly narcissistic people, they don't care. They do. They don't understand. They just don't get it. All right. Um, now, sometimes people might look at you and think, "Why you? Why would you even expect?" Like people said to me, "Why did you expect you get a different response from this person?" But I surely did think I would get a different response because I would hoped they would have done the right thing, the decent thing, considering everything else that this specific person had been saying. Other times they will pop up and Again, you're going to hear how trauma bonding works here, but they do some, you know, they say some nice things. They, they threw some nice things your way, but then the next week you go, they're attacking you again. That is exactly trauma bonding and how this happens. So basically, it's an unhealthy emotional attachment, an abused person feels towards whoever's abusing them. It could be your boss, it could be your partner, it could be your, I don't know, your parents, right? It could be a sibling. Um, but basically, it is, it is a relationship that is very toxic. Okay? And it happens if you've got narcissistic parents, for example, that's very common. And it's formed through a cycle of abuse and then positive reinforcement. So, for example, um, after being abused or something abusive happening towards you, many abusers then do something kind or loving or make promises to change. Or, you know, I'm going now from the hopeful panda side here, be better. And this pattern confuses you as the victim. the survivor depending on how you want to refer to yourself thinking well maybe things will get better so you stare you put up with it you tolerate it just enough all right and continue to love the very person who's hurting you this is the sick part of this because you can't see what's going on all right and particularly if you've already had an abusive situation as i did from a very young age you are i think blinded i think you just do not ever form a healthy idea of what is an okay place to be and where your boundaries are and when something is abusive. So this sets you up to fall into more abusive situations until you, you are aware of it, until you wake up from it, uh, which I did about 2017. And when I woke up in 2017 and tried to remove myself from this very abusive situation, um, oh boy, oh boy, yeah, did I, did I find out really who this person was. Um, And I still don't think I know who this person is actually. Um, So yeah, so this is what can happen. Um, We would then see that that kind of keeps you in a cycle of abuse, but many people outside say, just leave, get out. But it's not that simple if you aren't aware of what's going on. Now, trauma bonding obviously starts in a way and then you rationalize the actions of the person abusing you. Maybe they're having a bad day. Perhaps I did something wrong. Maybe I should try harder. Maybe I need to love them more. The abuser sometimes, as I found, says, well, when you do this, this and this, then I will do blah, blah, blah. So you think, well, okay, if I give them what they want, then this will happen. But you see, you find that when you do that, there's something else and something else until they literally hollow you out. And your boss might be similar. So they might say, yeah, okay, when you've done this, this and this, then we'll talk about your pay rise. But when you've done that, then they're like, oh, no, there's now something else. When you do blah, blah, blah. And if you're not aware, you might say, hang on a minute. You know, this is wrong and I need to leave. But if you are dependent on that situation, maybe your boss has made you feel that you can't get a job elsewhere or your skills, you know, they're not that good, are they? I mean, you have a hard time getting employed elsewhere or finding an employer as, you know, sort of uh, as open-minded as I am. Whatever they're going to say to you in the end then keeps you feeling stuck and trapped and just trying to survive. Now, this comes down obviously from the human form, Um, well, the need, shall I say, to attach, right? Okay, so when you think about it, if you've had an abusive childhood, that's understandable, you're basically programmed to attach yourself to your parents, and that's why trauma bonding there becomes more, more common, right? Okay, and they are our first check of the world. So if you are sadly raised and born with abusive parents or one parent and you'll spend most of the time with chances are that becomes your normal. It's only when we leave that situation as adults and maybe hear about other people's childhoods, you think, well, hang on a minute, there's something not right there. Okay, there's something not right. Now, there are signs. So just going through a few of them from the site and talking around them. um, You know, if you're raised in an abusive situation, your sense of normal is, as we said, adjusted. It's not quite, you know, correct um and you might even think that then it's acceptable in your workplace situations or your adult relationships going forward as is what happened i think in my situation looking back um particularly if you always feel that you know what you're doing has not been good enough um when you were childhood uh, in a childhood situation or that you're somehow responsible um, or you've you taken over i think an overly sense of responsibility Okay? And then you take that into your adult relationships, into your workplace situations, and this can leave you getting exploited big style. Okay. And if you sadly end up with a very narcissistic person, as I did, um, a malignant narcissist, they will literally, yeah, they will just do the most hideous of things on top. Um, so you might sometimes feel something's not quite right and have a hard time trying to work that that out. And you see, many abusers are very clever. They will do just about enough here to kind of damage, but also to keep you happy. So it's this kind of punch you, then smooth your hair, punch you, then smooth your hair, right? And it gets very confusing to know, maybe it's me, right? Maybe it isn't all that bad. Um, And, you know, they can really confuse you. Um, also, you can find yourself at first making excuses for that behavior and defending them. Oh, well, you know, I think I said earlier, maybe if I just tried harder um, or they're right, you know, my skills aren't as good as perhaps they could be. So I should, you know, I should expect that they would react that way. Um, instead of standing up for ourselves, if you've been, certainly from an abusive childhood, you might have the other side where you are just... You know, say, yeah, actually, no, you're quite right. and won't question anybody else. Okay. Also a common one is to say, well, if they were abusive, I wouldn't have, you know, whatever it is, clothes, food, whatever, toys. But these are things used to control you with. They are not necessarily, you know, um, how can I put it? Huh. Yeah, just because somebody buys you those things or they have those things does not mean that they are just not being abusive, right? So this is where it gets really confusing. Um, Also, other people from outside, I agree, when you try to talk about the potential that this might be abuse, either in your childhood or your adult relationships or workplace, if they haven't experienced it, they may try to justify it too and say, no, 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 that's just the way it goes in those kind of situations, right? Okay, I'm sure that they didn't mean it that way. And I guess they're just really efficient as a boss or whatever. I mean, in my situation, (laughs) you know, unfortunately, I not only had this as a relationship, but I was also in a business with this person. So it's double whammy. This was how I was completely isolated. Um, And when I, very rightly, I felt, tried to go and get out of that, business relationship in the very early days when I realized this person was just going to block me at every stage of the business. It wasn't, I'd helped get the business up and running and then was being blocked on other things, right? Because there was no more need, right? i had done everything. i had done the web design. i had done all of the, the basics. i had done all the marketing materials, right? Um, but as soon as I said I would go and try and, you know, either consult with somebody else or get a, maybe go get a job myself, this was many, many years ago. No, 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 no. You're not allowed to do that. Because then this business will fail because who's going to do the marketing now? Who's going to do all of the the back end, the platform, the customer client platform, the um, website maintenance, right? So these were the tactics used. And of course, if you're in a relationship as well, never, I would honestly say never, ever, ever, if you can help it, go into a relationship with somebody and a business and rely on it as your full-time income. Um, because if anything goes wrong, and you happen to be with a very narcissistic person, you will you will not just lose the relationship. You will lose your income. You will lose pretty much everything. Yeah, everything. Um, so that's just a word of warning, really. There. Now, sometimes you blame yourself for that abuse. It's my fault. Um, perhaps the you know it's easy to accept it. Um, Then defend yourself, particularly if defending yourself causes an argument. If you don't like arguments, then you're more than likely just going to go quiet. Um, But this then just reinforces the other person, right? Okay. Um, And, you know, in a way, it it means that you don't have to deal with acknowledging that this is a toxic situation. Uh, So that's another thing. Also, you can confuse, confuse that abuse with either good, you know, sort of an efficient boss or a loving situation and so this can also get very confusing as well to know what's going on also you can sometimes turn to them when you're hurt even if they're the ones who caused it now this again i can say yeah i've got prime examples of this happening Um, and honestly and truly um you know when i look back at that i just think "What, what was i doing but at the time it was just you can't see it if you're in it you can't see it but when you finally get out of it oh my goodness do you realize you know Um, And you've got to be careful because um, if you try to explain to them, okay, um, about what's going on, you know, maybe you're not happy with your boss and what they're doing to you, but your boss almost may, may also be the person you have to make a complaint to, right? Okay, so you have to turn to them for that. And they're supposed to be like impartial and, you know, all of this. But by doing that and explaining it, you would hope that you would get some compassion or understanding from your boss, maybe, or it was your partner, but no, 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 no. if they, they are narcissistic or abusive, then basically they won't care and will use it against you, all right? So they use that chance to make it more about what's going on and hurt you even more. Um, you might have trouble then trusting your own instincts or your reality. Gaslighting is a common term where... Abusers chip away at your reality until you can no longer see things for what they really are. They distort your perception of their abuse into something good or normal, okay, or reasonable, acceptable, right, okay? So then you end up thinking, yeah, well, they're probably right, okay? And actually, you trust their judgment rather than your own, right? Okay, so you, you then get really confused, particularly if they say certain things didn't happen. And you think, well, Okay, yeah, well then, then why would they lie to me? And well, that would be so you get very messed up in the head. That happened to me as well. Um, and in the end, you end up, which is what ultimately happened to me, blaming yourself or whatever situation is then arising. And this just hollows you out to the point where you think you're just a worthless piece of whatever and you should not really be in the equation, okay? Um, so it just seems to happen that way. Okay, it just seems to happen that way. And when it happens that way, it becomes a, a whole a whole host of trouble. Also, you might think you can't survive or make it without them. Okay, so again, with your job, it's very important. If it's your parents, well, clearly, this is a biggie, right? Um, abusive parents teach you that the world is kind of an awful place and that no one will be on your side. And if you feel you're lo- alone, okay, well, of course, it's sensible to stick to what you know, right, which is your... Your house and you know your your neighborhood, and even if these people are the source of your only comfort and abusive, but you'll still cling to them, right? And um, that is understandable. But people with kind of normal supporting and healthy parents can go out into the world as as hopeful panda site says, with you know much preparation, many years. Their parents will support and encouragement, but have the option to go back if it gets too bad. Right. But with people with unloving or, you know, very abusive situations, they don't have that privilege. Once you go, you're gone. You're on your own. Um And yeah, that happened for me, too. And it's very hard. Um, You basically know that you've got to survive on your own and there's nowhere to return to if you don't make it out there. Now, I could argue and say, well, that helps you form um resilient character but i also think it can push you into as i say into further abusive relationships where you get further exploited okay because you're just looking for that safe harbor um and it's not necessarily based on any um sort of stability of feeling and if there is a problem in that relationship instead of enough to stand up and say you know what i walk this on my own you feel that that's too risky um you might hope that they're going to get better you know change their change their ways but it doesn't it doesn't happen that way really and you know let's think about it not everybody is all bad or all good there are moments of really nice things in all of these people you know nobody is perfect myself included and you know we have our good days and bad days um, so it's important for you just to work out exactly how much is going on here right okay but you may have become so much um, I don't know. You may have become yeah used to their mistreatment, and so any tiny sign of affection makes it feel like that's enough worth staying for, right? Um, and it can help you keep in tolerating this abuse. But of course, that isn't that isn't always the case, right? Um, sometimes you can wake up enough to get on out to get on out, but you spend so much time and effort, you forget. You know, when you finally are with them, you forget all of the bad times, right? um but at the end of the day it is a challenge It is a real challenge also giving your best just isn't still good enough that can also happen with a boss right um so you know you're just trying to get by and that is a challenge and you know even if you do everything you can relationships are supposed to be a two-way street and, you know, when you talk about parenting and children, then I would say, you know, yeah, there should be more giving, I suppose, from the parent than the child. But even as an adult, um, you might give and do everything you can to make the relationship work, but it just doesn't. Um, and, you know, there's many, many ways that all of the, the things that you try to do could be twisted um, and, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It will never be enough and it isn't on me at the end of the day. And if you've done all you can and it isn't on you, you've tried, then yeah, you've done all you can. Right. Okay. Um, You might also find yourself isolating or distancing yourself from people trying to help. I can identify with this um, greatly. Um, Often the abuser will try and isolate you. But sometimes, you know, like I say, it's because we break it off with others um it's hard to hear sometimes the people are being abusive from other people right um or they'd rather be in that situation than the worst alternative whatever it can be i agree with that too right if you don't feel like you've got many other options it can be really challenging um and also you can end up becoming quite defensive if somebody tries to stop the abuse um particularly if it's towards a parent right okay uh golden children in relationships with narcissistic parents are often the ones showered privileges and compliments right um despite also being emotionally abused and you don't see the harm it's causing them right and this kind of positive attention and validation is all you see so when someone tries to step in or did then they defend the parents anyway probably right and then double down as we say and on this website how great the relationship is Also, reluctance or unwillingness or lack of motivation to leave. Um, This happens too because abusive parents tend to keep children trapped under their roof. And also it can happen in relationships, right? So they can continue to abuse or parentify them, all right? And I believe that this is something that happened in my later relationship because uh, the partner I was with, I believe, was also abused by a very narcissistic uh, well, father in particular. But, you know, this was again, as an adult, them to realize that, not to justify the abuse that was then going on here um, in the relationship. And in the end, I mean, abusive parents, they abuse the point you're so confused that you don't have any energy to try and leave, All right, Or they might use fear or guilt to stop you from leaving. There's, there's many tactics that are used and it can get, harder to pull yourself back up. I know what it's like. When you're constantly beaten down and worn down, over time, you just end up feeling helpless. Lose all motivation or energy to fight or try to leave. So they don't, all right? They just tolerate it because that's all you're left to be able to do. Um, and this is something that um, I know came up in my situation. It's like, yeah, I don't think people understand how this this can build up over time. It doesn't happen overnight. If it did, you jump straight out of it. But little by little, and it wears you down enough. Okay, um, and also people who have not ever been stuck in that type of situation knows it takes, as hopeful panda says, an insane amount of energy, effort, courage, and strength to leave, especially if it's something you you know you've known all your entire life or most of your life. Right, um, so it can be hard, okay? It's difficult, it's challenging. It's not saying it's impossible, but honestly and truly, signs of, of trauma bonding, okay? Not seeing abusive actions as bad, defending and making excuses for them, blaming yourself, associating or confusing the abuse with love. So, you know, if this is that, um, otherwise, if it's like in a business relationship, confusing the abuse with just being professional. Um, turning to them when you're hurt, even if they caused it. Um, trouble trusting your own instincts or reality. Thinking you won't be able to survive or make it without them. Hoping and waiting for them to get better. Staying tolerant in abuse because of small signs of affection or attention. Giving your best, but it still isn't enough. Okay. Um, isolating or distancing to yourself from people trying to help, and reluctance and willingness or lack of motivation to leave. Okay. So ultimately, trauma bonding doesn't always end when you leave. The situation as well okay you can still have an attachment to them feel that you want to reach out again or break no contact or return but honestly speaking you're going to get the same you're just going to get the same Um, so it's really important you learn how to break that trauma bond, detach emotionally from it and then you can get on with your life that's the idea and uh, it's not your fault at the end of the day none of this is your fault and i'd like you to know that if nothing else Um, quite frankly speaking um, these things can happen they do happen but it doesn't mean that you deserved it to happen and at the end of the day it's about you still trying to find a way to live your life and survive um, and get the help that you need I know it's challenging I totally and utterly understand that honestly Um, if you're having a hard day today with this um, any abusive situation you're in please know that help is available it's hard to get it you might not feel you can reach out today but even just by listening to this podcast it's something small that you've done for yourself to know that you're not alone i i hear you i feel you i understand it and um i hope that you find some solutions that work for you remember at the end of the day even if it's hard keep going um don't give up and here's hoping that we all find a way to better days and the kind of safety and security and happiness in life that we all truly deserve. Stay safe. Thank you for listening. I'll see you soon.
1: Thank you for listening to my podcast and if you have enjoyed it, please feel free to sponsor a segment. If you're listening on Spotify, you can simply go to sponsor this podcast and you will be able to sponsor me for as little as just 99 cents a month, which is highly affordable and also gratefully appreciated. If you prefer to do something one-off, then you can just simply buy me a cup of coffee. Again, details are in the show notes below each program and you can click there and pay securely via Stripe. And again, this enables me to continue Providing these podcasts totally free of charge for you all here. So, even if you can't afford high level coaching, I'm sure that every now and again you might want to sponsor me to enable this podcast to keep running for as long as possible for you. Thank you in advance for everything you can do to help keep me keeping these going for you. And of course, you can just simply help me by spreading the word about the podcast put me on your social media, everywhere that you go, tweet about me, blog about me, whatever you'd like to do about me, as long as it's beneficial and it's polite, okay? I welcome all of that, but please just circulate the information far and wide. Our job here in the Coach Mark Manila family is to get this information into the hands of the people like you who really need this and deserve to get this at a really free price. Take care. I'll see you soon.